Good morning, guys. Uh, good afternoon or good evening, wherever you are in the world. Uh, welcome to another episode of Coffee with Mirko, um, episode number six. Um, today I'm very happy. Uh, it's 9 a.m., beautiful morning here in Melbourne. And uh, today's guest is uh, my good friend Ben uh, from Teen Man Coffee Roasters. Uh, ben uh, is a uh, not only just an amazing roaster and he makes the coffee sing, he's also just uh, humble as fuck. He's just the guy that you want to sit down, have a coffee with. Um, always always good to have a chat with about coffee, about life, about anything. So you guys will be able to have a good good understanding of uh, how he is. He also owns a, a cafe called QPH, Queensbury Poorhouse. And they have one of my favorite coffee menu items. Uh, in fact, they invented the Black Magic coffee. And the Black Magic is a filter coffee extracted through an espresso machine. So it will tell us more about it. Uh, today, something different than usual. We're gonna brew with him. He's gonna brew the same coffee. He was kind enough to send me um, one of their special releases. And he said, you know what, let's, uh, let's taste the coffee together. So. Without further ado, because I haven't had a coffee yet, we're gonna crack this open with him. So I'm gonna invite him right now. Here we go. Hello everyone, Anastasia, Vix. How's everyone going? Ben, my friend. <laughs> I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good to see you, Ben. Good. You, you, you at QPH? Yeah, man. Damn. Nice. Yeah. You're in the setting. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm at home. You're at home. Yeah, indeed. Uh, so, tell us more before we chit chat, but. Tell us more about this bad boy, because I have no idea what I'm drinking. Um, so it was just a uh, nice little surprise. Um, a friend of mine, Brad, who is doing brewers, um, I helped him do some roasting a few years back, and um, he was bought this Panama Geisha from Jensen. Um, it's a natural 170-hour ferment, crazy. He, he flew it over. And, um, well, he, yeah, airmailed it over. He only got like 10 kilos or something. So um, we were lucky to secure a bit. And um, we're going to put it on the website probably this week, just in little 100-gram bags. But, um, yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. Been in lockdown. I haven't had a chance to drink too much. So, yeah, we'll... Uh, We'll, we'll give it a crack. Are you, are you brewing it too? Oh, yes. <laughs> You're ready. I'm going to do the same recipe as you. Same. Okay. I'm a little bit behind you. And how's things with you at QPH with the lockdown while we do this? 
Yeah, good, man. It's been um, pretty weird, pretty quiet. Um, we're still opening, but we have like the takeaway window down the side on Blueberry Street. Um, I can show you guys later. It's like, uh, just like of course. It's turned into a bit of a hole in the wall. Um, and so a lot of people live around here and we're still getting a, a fair few people through, but you know, we're taking a pretty big hit, but um, nothing that we won't get through, you know? Of course. And uh, obviously, you usually get lots of uni students, so yeah, I get it. The pandemic yeah. has uh, had a small impact, but um, man, the coffee smells amazing. Like, yeah, yeah, wow, really good. All right, I'm heating up. Let me grind it up. So, I'm gonna grind this beautiful coffee. Yeah, I haven't done much of this uh, live chat before, so um, forgive me if I, I don't know what I'm doing. Or you can, is no, my, man. Okay. no, 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 this is, this is good. You, your reception is one of the best that I've had so far. Oh, awesome, awesome. So, no, no, you're doing good, man. I'm just uh, gonna grind out the coffee. I might flip the camera for that. Uh, here we go. How does that smell? Oh, wow. This is special. I mean, I knew I knew it was in for a trade, but <laughs> now, oof. Oh, man, this is going to be a delicious drop. Um, now, don't worry about being live for the first time. It's good. It's uh, You got the cap, the signature cap. So you're good to go. It's been so beautiful, man. This autumn has been amazing, hey? Weather. Oh man, yeah. It's uh, it, it, look. I know we gotta do it for safety, but it really sucks not being out. There's been some beautiful days up there, man. But you know, yeah, it's okay. All for the safety. All for the safety. And uh, all right, two fifty-one. Here it is. Oh, it smells, it smells incredible just from that. Sorry. No, no don't be, don't be. We are, we're just in the warm-up phase of just brewing this amazing coffee, but I'm highly distracted by what I'm smelling. Yeah. Okay, all right. No, it's a, it's a, it's a waiting time. Um, so... Q 
QPH still open, still serving coffee. Yeah, um, what, what kind of trading hours are you doing now? Say hey, Ralph. Oh, I know that, cats. <laughs> uh, good, man. It's um, how many, what, what kind of hours are you doing at the moment? Um, we're still doing seven till two. Um, so slightly reduced hours. The afternoons have been pretty quiet, man. But um, we're doing uh, Deliveroo as well. So you can sell, you can buy all our coffee on Deliveroo. And that's cool. same, day, same cool. day delivery in the CBD. Um, and then, you know, all our menu items as well. So, you know, people that are in lockdown can still get you know, all our toasties and all that sort of stuff. So, nice. Yeah. Um, nice. And I, I'm sure if you can just, like, do a little drive-by, you can give us a call or, um, yeah, pick up some coffees on your bike, that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, we're just hanging in there, man. Man, well, we that's all we can do. I mean, I'm... Uh... I mean, you, you've seen me, you've seen more of me in the past week than in the past three months, probably, but uh, via digital yeah. means. Um, so before we get into it, once the coffee is ready, um, tell us a little bit more about your black magic. How did you come up with this crazy idea? Because um, I, I still find the black magic one of my favorite coffee items ever found. Uh, thank you so much. Um, Dude, it was uh, one of those things I just wanted to um, do something different. But, um, you know, like I like a strong, a strong coffee, but I, I like a balanced coffee. And I was looking at our EK and I noticed that all the coffees were being brewed either on one end or like pretty much on the other end of the, you know, ground it basically one or eight and i'm like yeah. there's this massive middle ground here that no one's like playing around with enough um and so i wanted to hit that sort of number four stove toppy sort of grind and brew it as a filter but using the espresso machine and then when we got the san remo racer in um that allowed us to do some like it's, it's essentially a long pre-infusion pour. Um, and it takes about um, a minute to brew. And the strength is somewhere between like a long black and a filter coffee. Um, yeah, so similar to your AeroPress, but um, something that you can do quite quickly on the espresso machine. Cool, man. It's, um, it's incredible how, wow, Oof, this smells good. Um, um, and you you brewed that at three bar, or is that my bad memory? And cool man. Yeah, so yeah, it's been really popular, and um, it's like quite a bit stronger than a filter coffee, your usual filter coffee, even an Aeros. AeroPress, um, super clean because we do, we put the paper filter, just the AeroPress filter at the bottom of the basket. Oh, nice. And you got that group handle dedicated just for the black magic or you still do other things in there? Uh, we can just use any of our group handles. Um, 
and we pre-dose and prep them and just, yeah, a little bit of prep, but, um, nice. you know, if, if you want to, it works really well for coffee that's aged a little while and also like sort of a light but well-developed roast as well. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, cool, cool. Um, all right, we are officially having coffee with Mirko and Ben. Uh, welcome everyone who's just joined in. Um, stick around because you're in for a good treat, especially if you've got questions around roasting or coffee or running a business. Uh, ben, I'll leave it to you. Yeah. How did you start your coffee journey? Tell us. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I kind of knew you might ask me this question and I was like, well, it's like, when did it officially start or when did it, when did it actually start? You know, um, I was working in a cafe when I was about 16. And so that's nearly 20 years. Um, and, but never really full time until I was about 20. Um, and then some, someone the other day asked me like how many coffees I think they think I've made in my life. And I was like, Oh shit, I have to really think about that. And, um, so I went through all the jobs that I've ever worked at and did an estimated coffees per day um, and then sort of times it by 50, you know, and then counted and then be uh, over 20 years, it will be over a million now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... But it was just to get me through university and... Um, that sort of thing. But yeah, it started in Newcastle. I worked, in, but I've had so many coffee jobs, man, like probably maybe 20 or 30 different places. It's hard to coffee shops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, along the way. Um, and just sort of, it ramped up really quickly too. So it started off slow when I was 16, but then, yeah, when I, when I moved to Sydney around 2008, because um, I'm from Newcastle originally, so I was working in cafes yeah. there, and uh, I noticed Lambie's, uh, Lambie's from Newcastle too. She was on the other day, yeah. She is, she is, yeah, 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 yeah I know. Represent. Um, Represent. Yeah. Um, so, it's been a long journey, man, um, but it's still got a long way to go, and yeah. Um, yeah, and... and so obviously we all start from behind the beyond the counter we you know develop a taste and we develop a passion yeah. and we develop uh, our palate and skills what was your tipping point as far as okay being a barista is amazing but i want to start roasting yeah so yeah i started like in the kitchen working as a kitchen hand for a while as well sort of between barista jobs um, and I love cooking like I could have easily gone down the chef path as well I think um, and so yeah the progression was sort of working in cafes as a barista then one of the cafes the marionette in Sydney that I was working at they had a little roaster out the back it wasn't that little actually it was 20 kilo um, and they were just 
churning out copy, you know, and so I got the opportunity to go out the back and learn. Um, and, um, you know, I was so interested and fascinated by, by that and how to sort of develop the flavors through that cooking process, you know? Um, so it was cooking the coffee rather than being just cooking, I get exactly. you. Exactly, so it's um, like the same as here at the Queensbury Poorhouse, you know, having the roaster out the back and just being able to walk to the front of the cafe and test some stuff, uh, working with some of the best baristas, you know, um, and pushing our product through the, the cafe and, you know, they can give me just the most honest feedback um, because they're not buying anything from me. You know, it's like, uh, uh, yeah. I can tell your feedback. This is delicious. Like, and this is not because you're live because we're not having hundred thousands of people. Like this is, I, I'm enjoying this. this is, um, uh, yeah. yeah, this is one, one of those special ones here. Wow. Yeah, yeah I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to keep this into my special occasion drinks. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say a quick hello to Wes. I see you there, my man. Good, good to see you here, Wesley, um, <laughs> and everyone else. Um, so what I, love about, what I love is your mission statement, which I'm going to read it now. It's um, you say, our philosophy is to work with good people, roast with care, and serve great coffee with a story. Yeah. Uh, that makes it very easy for me to ask, what's your story aside from coffee? As in, you know, what's, what's the deal? What, what, what's your story? You can tell us yeah. a little. Um, my story, well, you know, what's my story? You mean like, um, how I've gotten to this point so far with the, with the business? Yeah, obviously, obviously there was a story behind, what's the story behind Teen Man uh, itself yeah. and behind Ben and, you know, what, what's, because it's, it's such a beautiful statement because, A, I love people and I think a lot of us forget that we are first in the people business, being a coffee roaster and a barista and whoever, because ultimately without the people we don't enjoy the cup of coffee yeah. uh, and two yeah there is always a story so yeah mm. i love it i guess yeah I, the the story behind tin man is like i wanted to do my own coffee company um and it was going to be just small around what i like doing and the people that enjoy it that's great they can be with me you know it's like simple it doesn't really need that much explanation but the, the story behind the name is um you know we serve our whole wholesale coffees in tins and they they can get a, a discount from that but it's also um a little bit of a reference to a film called tin men um with Danny DeVito, but I tell people that they've got to buy me a beer to get that full story behind. behind, behind. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the journey with the coffee has been, it's, it's almost just picked me up and taken me places, you know? Um, yeah, because all of a sudden you're in Melbourne. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And 
I didn't move here particularly with the goal to open a business, you know. Um, okay. But the more I was working for people and um, the, more, the longer I was going, I just felt like it had to happen. And I, it was kind of synchronicity in, in timing that, you know, I was riding my bike down this street here. Queensbury. Queensbury. And, um, yeah. Like, I saw the, the landlord here putting up the four-lease sign, and I was like, mm. yeah, you know. Uh, so I just walked in and said g'day and told him what I thought we could do and um, yeah. a bit of back and forth. And, you know, that was nearly six years ago, bro. Wow, no, it's been that yeah, long. Right? Yeah, 2014, so, yeah, six years. Yeah, wow, right. And I think what I like also is that it really gives a nice family vibe. At the same time, you know, you kind of, you got the roaster, just a cute little roaster at the back, yeah. and, uh, you know, maybe... Maybe we can take advantage of you being there later and do a little tour of your shop yeah, and give give people around the world uh, basically an idea of what a Melbourne cafe looks like yeah, with the first time at the back. Pretty pretty sick. Um, so, how how long does it take for people watching to go from you know just roasting to actually? understanding and actually become a good roaster yeah well that's the thing everyone's path is different man and like that no one will follow the same path as i did and i wouldn't recommend that they did anyway you know um but it's like for me having that sort of focus on food and like being interested in cooking really sort of helped me understand the the roasting pro, like roasting, I, I consider myself more of like a coffee chef rather than a, a coffee roaster, you know? It's like, like I like I don't that, know, I like that, man. I, I've done a fair bit of um, teaching people how to roast as well, and, and I think my style is like really like hands-on and just, you know, think of it like you're cooking a meal, and like I use a lot of like food analogies because it's um, uh, it's just what I love, you know? And, um, the, but you know, like a good quality coffee with a good story behind it can change someone's life, man, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, I think it comes on how, you know, we always hear the classic sentence by chefs and master chefs by, you know, um, uh, respecting the produce, you know, and give justice to the produce. Um, yeah. And it's, exactly. I think it's, it's relevant, you know, it's relevant yeah. and there's a connection. Yeah, there's the exact same thing. You can't make a good coffee if you don't have quality ingredients. And so a lot of what I'm doing is just trying to showcase that the best way I can and just paying the product the respect it deserves, you know. And, um, yeah. yeah, so it was funny. Um, when I roasted this coffee... I, so I'm only going to do like literally a couple of batches of it. And um, the guy I got it from, Brad, he's been doing lots of roasting in the um, you know, Ikawa 
you know, the little sample roaster, like 60 yeah. gram batches. And I did a couple of kilos of this the other day. I forgot to save, <laughs> save the profile. <laughs> and I'm like, don't worry, it's all good, man. And he's, uh, yeah, my other friend, Adam, was like, you didn't save the, the profile? He was like freaking out. I'm like, no, man, it's fine, it's fine. But like, um, yeah, I'm so happy with how, how it's turned out. But I'm sure we could do it again, you know? Yeah, uh, and this is this is where I guess you know you go from micro boutique coffee roasters, and I know it's I know it's slapping labels here, yeah. um, and it's incorrect maybe or politically incorrect, but you know you go from boutique uh, smaller batch roasters yeah. to uh, medium to large production, yeah. which they all cater and provide a service uh, and a product to different. Uh, sections of the market i get that yeah. um i guess what you are able to do by having uh, your little one and whatnot is being able to oh well i don't have a profile who cares yeah you know like your people trust the way you roast yeah. same as people going to a restaurant of a famous chef trusting the chef exactly yeah and that's that's what i like about it too it's like um yeah you know the whole small is beautiful thing i think that sort of holds true sometimes too you know um like and obviously i want to grow the business but that's part of our philosophy you know like i don't want to work with people that it's it feels like work to work with them if that makes sense you know? uh, yeah yeah and as far as growing the business and uh, you know a lot of people are stopped by, I mean, obviously now by the virus, but before the virus, a lot of people are afraid of their own insecurities or judgment or yeah. uh, a sense of fear because, you know, you're no longer getting paid $20, $25 an hour as a barista or as a manager or whatnot. Yeah. You all of a sudden need to, you know, pay yourself. So how did you overcome What's the secret to overcome those roadblocks in between? Because you've been owning your own business yeah, for a while so now. You probably forgot it. The, the way I look at it, like, um, the way to overcome the fear of not being able to, you know, have that $20, $25 an hour is just like, I've never been motivated by money with this. Um, and that's, I, I mean, like, you need money to do everything, but it's not my motivation, you know? Um, and the other thing is like, um, so you've got two motivators. It's like fame or shame, right? So like, there's like the shame in failure or the shame in, you know, um, messing something up or, or there's like, the fame, you know, like being put on this pedestal. And I don't want either of those either, you know, I just want to sort of come to work and I love routine and just uh, make coffee for people and hang out with my friends and family and stuff, you know? Man, for thank you. Thank you with capital T. Uh, 
for all the people who are listening now and who will listen later because they're going to rewatch this and they're going to rewatch it on YouTube and on the podcast. This is, these, there are two crazy good messages that you just said. You know, if you follow money, you're starting wrong on the wrong foot to start with. Yeah. If money is the motivator, go to uni and become a lawyer or a doctor. Um, because the passion, the love behind the art and the craft and your own uh, obsession with whatever you're doing is the driver. Totally. For sure. And uh, being humble uh, and not, not, not being obsessed with fame or shame is the second other big one. Yeah. And the pursuit of happiness, man, because to be honest, Nothing beats what you just said about having a workplace that it feels like family. Uh, and, you know, and look, here's a family, family feeling as we speak about it. Hey, Sarah, Sarah. Chess says we miss Teen Man. There you go. I miss you guys so much. I can't wait to see you. If you guys are ever in Geelong, you got to go check out the, uh, the Streets Barbershop. The energy coming out of that place, man, is so beautiful. Um, and that's what it's all about, you know, like uh, those guys just froth nonstop. Um, they do a lot of like work for the community, just out of love. And um, ah, it makes me almost want to cry thinking about those guys. Oh, no, that's <laughs> nice. I had to check them out yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, no, you, you, you're 100% right. And, and we are in the hospitality business, but you know what? Any business, we all in the people. We all, it's all about the people. And look at you and Sarah. Uh, yeah. Look at you and I. You and I met through the industry. Uh, and, and, and if it wasn't for it and it was just for money, then, yeah, don't even start. So you're, you're spot on, man. Thanks for sharing that. That was, that was beautiful. Um, lots of people will get value out of that. And um, what was it, you know, well, while, while we're on the more – businessy kind of conversation we we can drive back to coffee later yeah what was the process of planning and starting from scratch because i don't know what qph was but yeah. you know i don't know if it was what it is now yeah so this was a um this was actually my third attempt at a business but my first kind of pretty much by myself um i had a, i had like qph still had business partners but i'm the one on the ground pretty much doing everything. Um, and Tin Man is just me solo. Um, and so without that sort of guidance from the other business partners that I had previously, you know, like, um, uh, it was, it was a lot, bro, you know, like, um, as soon as we, like, signed the lease and decided to take over the joint you know like i was here seven days 15 hours a day for the first year you know like just non-stop bro and um because i didn't have uh like the money really to to do this but i, I did it anyway you know uh, uh, before you continue uh anan is asking if you can ship coffee to cancun that's a bit cancun. interesting Maybe. I mean, I'd have to quote the shipping for you, but yeah, like I've sent some stuff overseas. Um, so send me, cool. send me an email um, and yeah, I'll be keen. Cool. 
Cool. And then just uh, check Teen Man Coffee Roasters, and I'm sure you'll find uh, our type at you. But yeah, so anyway, keep going, because then yeah. the cafe progresses into a roastery, obviously. What's that, bro? Obviously, then QPH and Teen Man are separate, but at the same time, you know, you, you then start a roastery. Yeah. So, um, yeah, 2014, we were here setting up, um, and... You know, it's funny, like, the, I initially just wanted to do filter coffee only at QPH. Um, and then I was just sort of making it up as I went along. You know, the concept was to have a sort of a homely cafe uh, that served good, good quality food and coffee. Pretty simple, but um, yeah. I kind of wanted to do it like a soup kitchen style where you're like literally ladling in coffee for, for people. Um, but the, it was a logistical nightmare, you know. So um, we we got a, the, I think our first coffee machine was like 300 bucks. It was an old Wager. I bought it from an um, old Italian pizza shop in Sydney. Nice. Yeah. And then... Um, yeah, man, just been slowly chipping away at it and building, you know, just come to work, build. It's all about the floor, you're right. You know, it's uh, you take a day at a time and yeah. not, not mean to interrupt you, but we got uh, another overseas request from uh, Kelly Moon. Can you send coffee to Northern Ireland? So, yeah, I'll send it to you for sure. Um, just shoot me an email. And I'll send you a quote for the shipping. And there's some cracking coffees on the site now. So I'd love to. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Teen Man, teen man and we're, we're doing a triangle. Melbourne to Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland to Cancun and back to Melbourne. That's amazing. <laughs> love it. So um, if you want to try so, this particular coffee, it'll be on probably... I don't even have the stickers made up for it yet. But it'll be on probably at the end of this week. Nice, yeah. nice. That was that was, yeah, that was really good, man. Like I, I, I understand that I need to be, you know, try my best to keep cool because it seems too obvious, but it was delicious. Yeah, like, yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate you sending me that, man. Man, I love what you're doing. Um, on this, uh, podcast, just chatting with people, and um, I've been tuning in. I've been renovating a house and. Uh, doing super late nights like painting and stuff and i've been tuning in it's it's cool man like because you don't normally get to chat with people because they're so busy you know we don't and and uh you thank you i appreciate it i i, I have been enjoying uh obviously it's, it was my first time the first episode so i'm, I'm kind of learning my way through in terms of format and uh the way I communicate yeah. and uh, there's been obviously challenges like reception or, uh, you know, different type of English styles. But look, I think um, we live in this, in these times and we have two options. We can do like an ostrich and hide our head under the sand. And that's okay. If that's something that suits you or we can take advantage of technology and look, we don't talk nowhere near as much with a lot of people that we haven't talked to in a while, yeah. I've noticed. Yeah. But all of a sudden, 
it's it's good that we can entertain one ten a hundred a thousand people at the time mm. it's recorded i'm gonna start soon and put it on youtube so people can rewatch them mm. and it's about connecting people and uh sharing people's stories and yeah. yeah i'm very i'm very happy about the response of even people like you thanks for coming on man i really appreciate Mate, it so love it. thanks for the invite and yeah it's like my like myself I, i'm like you know who wants to hear me talk about coffee for a little while and then i'm just like oh you know like people are like crazy about coffee hey they're like and if you're that type of person like and like so many of our friends are it's like you want to learn learn as much as you can from all these different sources all these different voices you know and to have a spot where you know every day they can hear a different professional's opinion on stuff it's it's really cool man yeah and look i think ultimately it's about giving back to the community yeah. uh, and look at look at Kelo Moon she just wrote i could talk about coffee all day so yeah. you know i think um you know we had so many different type of people who get a little bit of value out of it where is self improvement self motivation where is coffee where is well maybe later about roasting where is business as long as one person out of this get something out of it i'm happy yeah totally even even if it's myself you know like uh even if it's myself yeah. it's great and usually i'm out talking to people like this i can't do it because of covid-19 yeah. then we'll do it this way i tell you one of the best things about owning a cafe is every day you open the door and you have no idea who's going to walk through that door and come and see you and it's like uh like random friends from school that you haven't seen in years or just people that you work with over the years and they, like people just come and see you and I really miss that at the moment actually yeah so yeah um like doing like zooms and that sort of stuff's been great to sort of catch up with people because like you know I'm I'm still here at the cafe and I'm just like where is everyone <laughs> well everyone is at home <laughs> and um And I think it, I think it's um it's quite it's quite unique the situation that you know you're in because also you are in a way on the front line because I think um I mean obviously in other countries the situation is tougher uh you look at the United States or back home for me yeah. back home in Italy um and obviously you know the front line we we get it. it's the nurses the doctors the volunteers and uh, you know please yeah. don't, don't get my ne next message mixed up with that but um even people like yourself are on the front line because by you keeping the doors open you are exposing yourself and your staff because no matter how much social distancing you can do you know you're still providing yeah. a service and you're you know you you're feeding people you're providing coffee so yeah uh, Yeah, I mean there are certain service type of businesses that are also still on the front line even though it's not. I mean, it doesn't feel like told. we're on the front line though, like it's just we're doing doing our thing, you know, and um like the the you know, the fireys and the ambos are literally next door to us and they they're coming down for coffee every day and it's they it's just great to keep it going, you know. Um the 
like all of, all of us have taken a bit of a hit, but we'll get through it for sure. And you know, we'll get through the, it. The fear is the, the the virus, you know. And so, like, if we can really push not being scared and being happy and healthy, then I think that's the best message that we can put across. Look, the biggest win is to be healthy, especially in this time. Uh, I mean, I think these times are good times to be grateful for, be, for being healthy because we forget, we'll give it for granted. Yeah. We'll take it for granted, yeah. For sure, man. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's been really like the, the, I just want to say thank you to everyone that's been supporting us lately, you know, like just all the messages that they've been sending me when they're buying coffees and popping in still and uh yeah all the love that people have been sharing around this time it's been yeah it's actually actually so beautiful man and uh, um yeah it's good to hear man um i um look i got a couple of more questions uh because i know it's you know you know unfortunately Instagram gives us only an hour, and then you know you probably need to go to as well. Yeah, but, um, after after a couple of questions, maybe we can do a little tour sure. uh, of QPI. To be will be pretty sick. I haven't done it yet on live, so that'll be pretty a first time. Um, first is a is a part that we probably covered, but is actually roasting your core passion, or is there something else? Um, yeah, I'd say like I. I love roasting because, you know, I, it's that fire to the, the seed part where it's like super, that primal cooking side of it I really like. But it's also, um, I get to be by, by myself when I'm roasting as well. And I really like that as well. It's like, um, I can, like, tune into some podcasts and just learn so much other stuff about this world and uh, while I'm working, you know, and then, but then the other side of having this business is then I'm just like surrounded by people all the time, you know, so it's a beautiful balance for me. Yeah. And you and you can sort of pick and choose the times where you want to connect with people and not, which is great. Yeah. I get it. And, 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 and it does take a certain particular type of personality to be able to be a roaster. Uh, if people are not comfortable being by themselves, then yeah, they should probably pick another profession. Um, yeah, and so, you know, a lot of roasting coffee is just sweeping and cleaning and, and all that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and, uh, I'm glad you keep it honest and clean, that's right. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> there's definitely a rhythm to it that I like as well. So, you know, like once you load up for a day, then you, you set and you can just uh fire it up and you know that you've got you know six hours of just that rhythm yeah i got you yeah. i got you yeah i've done a little bit of roasting but literally a little bit so yeah, i know i know what you're talking about um so the next two are a little bit more tricky but i'm sure you get them um what's next on Ben's planet what's next on your on your area what's you know i know that's a virus i get it yeah. but what would you like to be next i suppose um well yeah like i just want to keep it going um and keep experimenting you know um there's a bunch of projects on the horizon with 
sort of different fermentations, uh, different roasting, different products, uh, you know, and then with the cafe, it's like, as the seasons change, you know, we've got to stay with it, you know, like, like right now we're doing like a, a soup called the cure and it's uh, packed with ginger and lemon and turmeric and garlic and all this stuff, you know, and so it's the cure. It's uh, keeping me on my toes nonstop, you know. Uh, Good. And, then, and um, yeah. yeah, sorry, go on. Go ahead. Uh, and then just, you know, trying to spend as much time as I can at home with my, my baby, you know. I know you got a baby, yeah. 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 I still haven't met, but that's all right one day. Um, but, um, no, that's that's cool. That's and that's I think exactly the person that you are. I think you're every time that I met with you, um, the message you spread across was always the same and consistent, which is you know keep tagging along and keep learning, keep improving, keep reinventing. And uh, what I love about you is that no matter what we're talking about, and even when I was working for another coffee roaster, it was just big smiles, big chats, big good time, just a good time, which is, which is just great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you get me, I get you, yeah. you get me. Sometimes it's um, like, you get it, he gets it. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. If you're in the game, you get it. Um, what, and as far as coffee on a broader spectrum, what do you hope to see in the future of coffee? I know it's a big question, mm -hmm. but you know, um, as far as, you know, whatever, any topic you can what I hope grab. To see, I mean, yeah, like I, I really love people that are making the link stronger between the producers and the customers, you know. So there's a few people in that link, but uh, as long as that relationship's getting stronger and more transparent, then that's always good. Um, and that naturally drives up the quality of the product too it's just it, they, they it's like two feedback loops sort of talking to each other um and it's a, it's fractal you know it's the same as me talking constantly with my baristas you know if i if i go away for a month and they don't have that feedback loop with me then it's just uh it starts to slip you know and it's the same with the the coffee producers and man people are it's the producers that are changing the game, you know, um, like their ferments, their quality, like everything like that is really constantly getting better and in weird places too. So it's like, um, you know, it's always exciting for that, like for straight up coffee reasons, you know, like we've, we've had a Sumatran on the bar that I, has just been blowing my mind. Um, natural process, like, yeah. Um, and so we want to keep buying coffees from people that we've been buying from and um, helping them sort of get better and and usually that's the case and definitely a lot of those emerging countries or I suppose countries are developing higher um, producing higher quality coffee you know what you mentioned even Indonesia, I think supporting those countries will be crucial, especially those countries that are going to have a, a larger economical impact due to the virus. Yeah. 
um, you know, where, you know, the countries that rely mostly on tourism. So, no, I, I, I got you. I, and we go back at the relationship, farmer-producer. No, all right. Th thanks for sharing that. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then there's, like, there's always projects on the go. Some, um, some I can't even really talk about because they're just, like, ideas at the moment, you know? Um, Please, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. So um, we go. Here it is. Wow, Ben, how are you? Dominic Cow, remember me? Friends of Harry and Adam. Ah, uh, yeah. How you doing, brother? <laughs> Small word. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> man, the, the Korean baristas in Melbourne have got a crazy hold on on things. Man, they're killing it. Yeah. Yeah, they're killing it, hundred percent. I I know I know a whole bunch myself, and I haven't been working in a cafe for a while now. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. It's a hot spot for sure. Um, something interesting that I actually was talking about with uh, someone else um, is eventually we might see, which is scary, uh, but we might see also, you know, because we always talk about technology with coffee, you know, but usually technology. And automation yeah. is correlated with uh, machinery, you know, yeah. machines or packers or grinders. I wouldn't be surprised in the number of years we're going to see, because of scarcity of land, uh, actual coffee cherries reproduced mm -hmm. in lab. Yeah. Maybe they're already doing that, but just as much as they're doing the vegan meat and reproducing meat, mm -hmm. Uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me if we're going to see something sci-fi that right now we think it's crazy, but if 10 years ago they told us that we could have done a live interview by a phone, we would have like, no the, way, impossible. If I tried to explain any of what's going on now to myself at 20, I would have just said, no, impossible. No way. Impossible. Yeah. Um, so, before... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go on, go on. Um, yeah, it's like... Technology in coffee is like, you're almost asking the wrong person, man. I'm like, like anti-technology, you know what I mean? Like, um, but look, if it can make your life better, use it. Um, but, you know, support what you love, you know. If, if your local coffee shop is what you love and you, that's better than uh going to an automated thing then support it but if you like the automated thing that's fine too it's just it's you know you do you oh yeah look and, and innovation and technology are connected because i think for example i look at you and i look at you as an innovator you know well what i drank in this cup was such a high technology uh, flavor as well as your black magic uh, you coffee, you know. Why do you think that's high technology, though? Oh, it's not high technology because I think it's sometimes also innovation because uh, you can you can have a low tech yeah. but a high innovation because of the idea behind it. Totally. So you can have high innovation with low technology. Um, Correct. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm into. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I get you. And that's why I said it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, before the time is up, do you want to have a little browse around the shop with the with your phone? You can flip the camera and you know whatever, so it's on the record. Um, 
So yeah, welcome to Queensbury Courthouse, everyone. Uh, it's normally not this empty. Uh, you can see the boys working. Boys working hard, yeah. as usual. Say hey, fellas. Boys, good to see you. I'll take you outside <laughs> the window. Yeah, this is Queensbury Street. That's Melbourne Uni just up here. Nice. And we actually set up this window um, just before all this madness happened. But um, yeah. Ah, oh, take out. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Has that window helped you during the pandemic because more social distancing yeah. probably? Yeah, it's been great. Nice. I'll take you to the roaster. It's pretty messy back there, but I'll, uh, I'll show you. It's a roaster. Come on. So, you know, I'm storing some copies in here, in this old fridge that was here. Nice. Yeah. This was... Uh, that what we drank. Yeah. Nice. Um, and this is my shed. This is your kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been roasting this morning. Um, so, you know, I'm here most mornings. It's, um, and, um, yeah, thanks, man. I think uh, people who are going to rewatch this are going to like get a good understanding of a, a Melbourne, a Melbourne cafe. And uh, you know, going back on on the topic that you brought up about this uh, little live stream, you know, it's also a good chance for people to distract themselves from the news and uh, travel yeah. on a different country. I, I had people hit me up from Iran, Indonesia. Yeah. Well, Cancun, Northern Ireland, it doesn't have to be any anywhere particularly. Uh, and all of a sudden, they can get to see well, what a Melbourne cafe looks like. And that's and that's great. Thanks, man. Thanks for sharing. Hey, that's, man. My pleasure. That's, um, that's thanks good. for everyone to, for tuning in. And um, Mir Mirko, this is uh, a beautiful idea, brother. I, I hope it uh, goes really well. You know, like it looks like it's got legs. Oh, thanks, man. Look, I, 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 um, I appreciate having you on. I know you in person, which, you, which is an extra bonus for me because I know already how you are. Um, I, you know me. I know you. Yeah. I, all I want, like I said, is even if one person gets something out of it, yeah. I'm happy. And even if that one person is you or me, then I'm, I'm winning. And look, once... Once the lockdown will be finished, I'll have to obviously restructure, but for now we'll have some fun. And uh, it's like you said, it's like exactly you said at the beginning. I think it's a great way to close it. I didn't start this for money. I, I didn't, I didn't ask you for coffee. You were kind enough to give it to me, but everybody else's it's like, man, I'm, I'm not, I'm just interested in having family, people, quality time yeah. and uh, bring together different countries yeah, into 
the motherland internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're all um, if, if there's anything, that's right. If there's anything that you know you feel like you've left off the table that you want to tell before before we close it, uh, please, man, feel free to you know tell your handles or anything, man. Oh, Happy. okay, yeah, um, yeah. You can uh, if you want to get hold of our copies, jump onto tinmancoffeeroasters.com.au. Um, and if you're in Melbourne, come and say good day at the Queensbury Poorhouse. Um, and yeah, um, that's it. I hope everyone's been safe and uh, yeah, enjoying the sunshine when they can. 100%. Thanks, man. It was such a pleasure having you, and I hope to see you real soon as soon as this is over. But for an extra coffee, even though we had coffee together, so that was as good, yeah. as close as possible, man. I really enjoyed it, um, and um, I'll give you a big hug next time I see you, mate. Oh, yeah, if we're allowed to, <laughs> if we're allowed to. Um, <laughs> uh, thanks, man. I, I really appreciate your words and uh, your support as well. Thanks, man. Back at you. Thanks, Mirko. Peace, everyone. Take it easy. Cheers. Ciao. Uh, there you have it, guys. Um, it's uh, it's another episode with, with Coffee with Mirko. Uh, different time than usual. So hopefully you can re-tune in, re-watch it. Uh, we just launched a podcast, which is going to be available on uh, all major platforms, including Spotify. And we're going to find the right infrastructure to also... Uh, download these lives and post them on YouTube. Hey, Vuk, Vule Stefanovic, uh, Meli Mora, hey, Dominic. Um, and basically, you'll be able to rewatch these. There's a lot of good content in here, and I don't want this content to get lost. So YouTube, podcasts, uh, if you want to go and sign up, uh, that means the world to me. Today, we had amazing band such a good guy and i was so happy to see him see him doing well you can re-watch the episode as soon as this live is off if you missed it uh tune back in hey bunny you're catching us at the end tail end of it but you can re-watch the live as i was saying and yeah we talked about coffee we talked about the future of coffee we talked about he showed us his shop and his roastery, so you can get a little tour of a Melbourne cafe like uh, his. And uh, it's a good chance for you to distract yourself from the noisy uh, news, the noisy days. And uh, I hope you're all safe. Tomorrow is another episode. Uh, it's going to be a different time. And I hope to see you there. And if not, like I said, podcast Coffee with Mirko. And under my personal brand, Mirko Bonmasar, on YouTube, I'm going to start uploading all the previous episodes for you to rewatch. If you missed it and you're like, damn it, just uh, turn on the notifications and uh, you're able to get not notified by Instagram when we go live next. Um, we can still get about a minute, uh, so I want to get the most out of it. Just want to say long time. Your eyes are so beautiful. Thank you, Bunny. Um, so my mom's work, I suppose. Uh, we got 21st second, 22. Uh, sending you all much love. Stay safe. Stay home. 
And uh, as always, look after yourself and go out and seek your passion because that's what matters. Peace out.